You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Why? Because it's two days before my birthday? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Americans listening to the show, 5th of November doesn't mean a lot to them, unless they've seen the movie V for Vendetta when they might have learned something about the 5th of November. But as a British person, 5th of November is a big holiday. I will Do you tell want me you to why. describe it? Yeah, you, des- you describe it. It's funnier from yours perspective. <laughs> is it funnier? Because it's not very nice. <laughs> okay, some guy didn't like the government in England. I don't know what year it was. Some guy. Some guy. No, guy. Some... <laughs> <laughs> His name was Guy Fox, And um, he didn't like the way the government was working. Much like the people who started America. Let's just put it that way. And so he decided to blow up Parliament, put a bunch of dynamite and shit underneath. The gunpowder plot. Whatever. Put it underneath the Parliament where all of the important people were going to be. Such as in, we have recently been watching, the designated survivor. So he was going to blow up all of the government when they came into session. He was caught. Uh, the, the plan was thwarted. And this guy, who simply wanted a better government and freedom for his people, this, you're letting me tell it. <laughs> this is the... <laughs> you're making him like sound alright, like a good guy. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> yes, he was a terrorist, so we can't, uh, I'm not, admi- I'm not admiring that. What I'm saying is, he just wanted to change things in the wrong way. However, then what should have happened? The alternate timeline of humanity should have been that he went to prison and maybe he was tried for, you know, conspiracy to commit treason or whatever. And then at the t- of the times, you know, if execution was the way to go, then you hang him and he's done. That's it. Hang him. That's it. He's, he's known in history as the, he's known as nothing. He never gets remembered. No. Because he's just nothing, right? But instead, instead, the British government decide they're going to, Put him out in front of everybody, gut him, draw and quarter him, which means you cut somebody from their PP to the neck, <laughs> all the way up, guts coming out, and then catch and then set him on fire for everyone to see. Like make a big spectacle out of it. Yeah. That's just a public execution. <laughs> That's just overkill, literally. You can do one of two things to a person, and they're going to die. You can burn them to death. Or you can gut them and let their guts fall out. They were basically doing so an now, on him. So <laughs> now, the way that we are celebrating is that little tiny children are taught to make an effigy. Would you be like a stuffed rag doll of some kind? You make a guy, and then you burn him. And you go around with him in a bucket or something, in a wagon, and he asks for money. Penny for the guy is the A same. penny for the guy. So we have now, is that supposed to make people afraid to rise up against the government? Yes. Because if you if you think about it, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, he was bad, but all he wanted was a different kind of government. And then, like I said, what happened? What? How did America come to be? People who didn't like the British government took off. Like, that's a better plan than to blow up people. Get out. Why you got a chance? Go make another country somewhere, a better country somewhere. But he, unfortunately, made a series of... Now, were any of his cohorts ever... Condemned or caught, or because he couldn't have done it alone. Yes, but they weren't subjected to that. Um, if you go around the UK on the the night of November the fifth, there's bonfires everywhere. Which is tonight. Yeah, so it smells of burning. <laughs> <laughs> there's bonfires and fireworks everywhere. You know, everybody joins in with it. 
and uh, everybody who has a bonfire burns a guy. So <laughs> they don't burn a real guy, but uh, oh you know, they burn a... We used, you make a guy out of an old pair of pants and a shirt and you stuff it with newspaper. And, you know, you put a whatever you want for a head on it. Could be a, you know, a doll's head or a... You can make a paper mashy head. You know, you make a guy. And for for a couple of weeks before, when they carry... When the kids go around the houses with the guy in the little, you know, wheelbarrow <laughs> or whatever, asking for penny for the guy. It's like trick or treat. They call yeah. And if it's little kids and they made a really nice looking guy, which some do, some, you know, the tradition has changed. Now they might make a guy that looks like, you know, Simon Dexter. Cowell. Awesome. Yeah, but you're going to put an idea. And then you'll burn you're going to burn him. <laughs> <laughs> that might be funny when you come through the door and it's a Simon so, Cowell. What I'm saying here is it's a very weird way of getting the message to children. Yeah. When you're telling them the story, don't f with the government. Don't rise up against the government, little children. So, as I'm saying, as you're British and I'm American, to me that story is he's not a hero. He's a horrible terrorist. Yes. The idea, however, to to completely suppress your people into being afraid to even rise up at all, which is how England kind of does it. Well, let's be honest. But if you asked anybody, they'd say, "No, we are celebrating the day our government didn't get taken down." We are. You know, it's a positive been, spin on but it. But that's a lie, isn't it? It's mm. a brain. It's a brain fuck. So, so uh, I'm just saying. Remember, remember the fifth <laughs> of November. That part's cool. And then one of my recommendations goes along with the holiday. Yeah, that's the only film about it that I know of. There isn't. There, another, there's some. I mean, it's not about it. Back in the day. Right. A long time ago, but. The uh, Viva Vendetta is not about Guy Fox. It's, it's like the idea of Guy Fox, though. So. But and it is really cool. So uh, it's probably the best Guy Fawkes style movie. <laughs> All right. So it is Saturday, November the fifth. Remember, remember. And it is after the show four hundred and fifty-two. We are a podcast where we review movies, and this week's movie review is the movie Nerve, and it's a two thousand and sixteen movie released on Blu-ray uh, October the twenty-fifth. So you can pick this one up now. It's PG thirteen from our friends at Lionsgate. And Sid Talk will give you the synopsis of the uh, movie, Nerve. Millennials are stupid. <laughs> That's my <laughs> No offense to any millennials, quote-unquote. You don't understand my philosophy on this whole naming generations. It makes me want to cut my eyeballs out. So, these are... This is playing into the social media and the idea... Stop shaking your leg. You're making like this chicka 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 sound. You're not going to like it when you listen back, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> very good. You listen so well. I'm impressed. Um, the idea of this movie is you take the concept of that this thing that nobody likes, which is the, the internet, as we like to lump it all together, is full of a bunch of anonymous, hateful mother truckers it who is. like to say horrible, nasty things to people and behind the guise of anonymity because you... Theoretically, we'll never know who they are. Like, if you're on YouTube and you have videos, you're going to read horrible, horrible things. If you're on a message board, you read horrible things. If you're on Facebook, you can come across some really horrible things. Now, Facebook is a little different because you pick your own friends. However, I'm sure there... And Twitter, you can get a lot of horrible hate from Twitter people because you're behind a fake name, you know? So is the this the synopsis? This is the... <laughs> this is more like... Well, I'm having to... It's this that, is more like some it's that social commentary. turned into the worst... Not the worst case scenario, because it's not horrifying, really. But one of the worst case scenarios where this anonymity turns into 
you know, a gladiator thing, a basically. A game that essentially is pitting people against one another in order to get lots of likes and lots of people watching and make a lot of money, and yet it really is just a blood sport. There's not a lot of blood involved. There's just synopsis. All right, so... um the movie Nerve. I, I didn't even see a trailer for this movie. It's based on a young adult novel, which was released in 2012. So, you know, think along the lines of, like, when The Hunger Games was being wrote. Around that time when young adult novels started popping up everywhere. And they all kind of have this dystopian kind of feel to them. This one is a bit more... It's not dyst- This one's set in 2020. And... It's pretty much our world. There's nothing you. There's nothing futuristic about it. There's mm-hmm. not everything that exists in this movie, and it's one of the things I really liked about it. Twenty twenty is only three years away. Yeah. So it's not like you know way in the future. This movie opens, and it's a really um, great. I think it's a really cool opening because it all takes place on her computer screen. The mm-hmm. opening. I like it. And I was watching it, and I was thinking, well, you know, when movies do this, you know, in in the past. They always use like a fake this and a fake that. Oh, is is fake book and here's Witter. <laughs> but everything on this Mac, she was on a Mac. She logs in. The first screen you see is her logging in, and then she's she puts on some music. She goes to Spotify. She opens Gmail. She talks to a friend on Skype. She opens Facebook. Looks at some stuff. It's all very realistic. It's like what you do on a computer every day. Yep. And, and you, none of it is sci-fi or anything. It's just, you know, how people interact with computers. So I really thought that was great that they got all those licenses and Gmail and because it makes it feel more realistic. Um, so, yeah, uh, there might be some spoilers uh, in this review. So go and watch Nerve come back. I have warned you. <laughs> Could be some spoilers. Okay, so what happens here is... Um, there's a game going on, a social networking game. And uh, we're introduced to it at the beginning. It, it kind of clearly lays out the rules. It's actually a really cool... It's a clever concept for a game because it all kind of makes sense. Because in some movies where they do something like this, I always question, who's filming this? Why are we seeing this? Who's filming it from this angle? Who's doing that? In this social networking game, Part of the social networking game is to be a watcher. And a watcher is somebody who watches and actually films. So anybody who's in on this app can see these contestants because they're GPS coordinated and they know exactly where these people are. And they can point the phones at them and that also goes into the network for people to watch. So if there's somebody with a really cool shot, it's because that kid's got a drone and he's just flying the drone over the motorcycle. It did make sense. It all makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, who's taking that? This really breaks my suspension because I don't see why they're filming this on this big crane. It all makes sense. So I like the idea of the game. It's like well thought out. And what the game is, is if, say, it really was in real life, you sign up for this app. It says, are you a watcher or a player? So say you pick player because you want to play the game. It gives you a dare. So it can be so, something very simple, like in this movie. What is the first one? It's um. Well, the girl has to lift her skirt up in front of the whole school. Lift the skirt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something just very... I mean, it's stupid. It, it has consequences because she gets expelled. Here's a spoiler also. As I speak, you're going to find out that I'm not... A prankster. I'm not a jokester. I don't like cranks. I don't like pranks. I don't like... 
I don't have no sense of humor, basically. And so I've never, ever, ever gotten behind the idea of pranking or truth or dare or anything like that. Right. So Not that I'm a prude. I'm just saying so. As my comments will reflect this. The first, uh, the first dare that our here heroine V gets is to go in, go and kiss somebody in this restaurant. Just kiss a random person. Mm-hmm. So it's something very, you know, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's just a thing that she has to do. So, and the idea of this game is you do your dare in the allotted time that the app is telling you. And people, you know, you're a new user coming on or whatever, people start to watch like they do on other on other services. You know, you go on Twitch and you play a video game and people start to watch you and you interact with them. So people start to watch you doing the dares. And some of the people in this system become stars of this, like YouTube stars, I guess. Because Definitely. they're more interesting than others. They do more dares. They're more, you know, they'll do harder stuff. So this first dare she does of kissing people, you know, it's nothing. You know, it's, you go up and do it and you do it. <laughs> and the way the game works is you get paid. So, so there's an incentive for you to do these dares because you get $100 all of a sudden in your account. Because the people who watch are paying to watch, because you see the guy, it's like $15 for a subscription for for the month or whatever, or for the day, I think it was. So there's money involved. The people aren't just doing the dares for nothing, they're doing it for money. The people who are watching are doing it to get the kicks, to see people do dangerous things. And like I say, kissing somebody's not dangerous, but the stakes are upped as you, as you carry on in the game. Um, as far as I know, uh, it's the... Who's giving... It's the people who run the game who are giving the. Are they voting? I don't think anyone's for the running next thing? anything. No. What? So. This is the premise of the game: is that it is bigger. It's, it's open not. Source. There is nobody. Right. There's no like guy sitting in a room who's who's. It it started and now if you and I as they show us and I thought they did a good job of showing you to all the different kinds of people who would be engaging in this game. A guy in an office, some, like, look like preteen girls, like, hiding in their bedroom, looking yeah. at it on a tablet, and, like, so teenagers and, like, loser jerk-offs, like, getting off on it and shit like that. And so, as you could be you and I watching it, and we, as we're watching, we go, oh. Voting for what they do next. We, they give you the person's entire profile. Everything, they suck all your information. This is another thing that's timely Real, about it. Like, yeah. Now, that might be a 2020 thing, because they don't, you right now, you wouldn't be able to get all of this stuff from just what I've put out on the internet, but who knows? Maybe you can and I'm naive. But um so they I can look at your profile. I could look at A Scully and go, Oh, he doesn't like this and he loves that and he likes Death Race two thousand. Oh I dare you to get in a car and run over a street sign. Right? And then other people, if they like that dare, they up it, up it, up it. You then get the dare, and then you have five minutes to do it. And so, that's how it works. So I think that... It's crowdsourced. I think the um, idea of that is really great, and mm-hmm. I think it actually leads to an exciting film. Um, this is a PG-13 film because it's a um, young adult novel. It it sticks to a confines. It doesn't get too dark. So it, But I found it entertaining... The, the entire time. I wanted to see what they would do next. I wanted to see how this thing was working. And it, and it starts off actually, uh, before it gets kind of, uh, cause obviously it's a movie and it gets kind <laughs> the stakes kind of get higher. But for the first, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, it's just fun stuff. Like they do it. He has to, she has to kiss somebody. They have to 
go in a department store, they end up having to take the clothes off. It's just some funny getting a tattoo. It's all interesting, like, dares that they're doing. And then, obviously, it takes a turn, and there's some <laughs> worse dares towards the end. But as far as all that goes, I, I found it really entertaining. It's obviously not a film that's... It's a film aimed at, like, younger people, I think. Like, it's really... It has a... But it works, even as an older person like me, who likes the internet. You mean because it plays on your stupidity? Yeah. But also, anything that is <laughs> I don't done, mean you. I mean as Anything a young that's person. done in this movie is all... Um, none of it is... It's plausible, you think? Yeah, all, yeah, I think so. I mean, right now, you and I could do the same thing. You could just do it on Twitter. You don't even need anything. You say on to somebody on Twitter. That's what I mean. It doesn't anybody, need to be as organized. As I that. dare somebody to walk across this broken down old and bridge, and it. I want you to send pictures and video, and then all the people who are following this hashtag can comment. Maybe we're not depositing money in your bank account, but we can all watch and we can all see you. It's doing all it. plausible. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of set, it's set up. And you could set it up and attach a PayPal account to it, and anybody who wants to donate. To get I, you, I'm surprised it really. Yeah, like we're gonna pay for your taxi, but you have to take the taxi taxi ride a thousand miles. <laughs> like you just have to jump in a cab right now and go a thousand miles. You have to convince a cab driver to take you across country or something like that. Um, and I mean, as a game, yes, it would work. Like even if it's like, hey, um, is you there? Uh, we want you to go and stand in front of the Statue of Liberty naked. Yeah, you know, all, just things like that, harmless things that. But in this game, you could possibly get arrested for that. Yeah. And then there's a dark side of the game. And the incentives also possible with sure. it that's why it feels like a like a thing that could exist because there are wacky things and stuff done with the internet. Yeah, you give me a code that gives me $1000 to walk in Walmart and buy $1000 worth of stuff. And that's what I mean, people would do it because people are motivated by cash and it's really simple and quick cash. And what, you know, to go and but kiss a stranger be, again. It would be addictive, though, to a degree. Because if like, you gave out, me a hundred bucks to stand naked somewhere, I don't know if I'd do it for a hundred bucks. And but. you did it, and it, and it wasn't that bad, and you got a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Then you're like, well, I'll do the next thing. And then the next thing is, like, a bit worse than that. Like, stand on the, on the edge Give of the a bridge. stranger a blue job. <laughs> and film it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, something dangerous. Like, you stand on the edge of a bridge on the railing or whatever. That you'd be like, well, you know, I could probably do it for a thousand. Like, it, and then it was, people would start dying, wouldn't they? That, that would be the problem. And some people would enjoy it. Yeah. And, and that's the idea. This whole thing. We like to watch people Watcher do or things. player. Yeah. It is a thing in life. And you we, are either a doer or a, or a watcher. So. And, you know... As horrible as it is, there are lots of videos online of real people dying, and people go and watch it. Yep. Because they're curious to see what that would look like. Or So, this whole thing plays on human nature, how we are. And it also is, it's, you know, I hate to say it's like a dumb, dumb thing, because it really isn't. It does have a, a lot to say about how the internet is, and how we treat people... Because of the internet, like, like, we don't really, you know, see them as people. Like a YouTube person True. or whatever. Some people don't. They don't. They just go, oh, look at this guy, he's saying that. Well, fuck him. Like, and they're just really rude or they're really aggressive towards them. And that's what this is. It's, um, these two, our hero and heroine, they get more and more kind of famous quickly. It's about internet fame as well, like how quickly you can become something. And th this is over the period of one night. 
they become the hot thing in this. Everybody on the street is like knows who they are. But the secretive game, everybody knows. Yeah, I know that, that that's what. <laughs> Even though, like, they try to do a little Fight Club thing there. Yeah, you told them not to talk about three it. three rules. Yeah, yeah. If you fail, or you fail by, you're out. If you fail or bail. If you fail or if you snitch, you're you. What is it called? Um, you get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Right. And what was the other one? It's a secret, yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. So, um, but, as far as this movie is concerned, all over New York City, there's people uh, who know all about it. It's also an age group, if you look at it, uh, you know, it's not like, it seems to me it's not mainstream. It's not like mum and dad are watching it. It's like... Uh, they showed some men in their areas. offices. Yeah, it does. And but showed I, a guy in a restaurant, it, like a... Like a sleazy They don't guy. try and pull back and go, look, everybody's watching this. It's 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 a thing people have found. It's, like, a, it's a dark little... Yeah, a thing. That, Speaking of dark, we enter the dark web. Yeah, that is Which can seem far-fetched. Hacking in movies. Hacking. People <laughs> who are hackers who are really cool. That always throws me off a bit. It's just like, you know that room of people who are all like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. all really... We're in know. charge of the whole room, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's all really... Um, <laughs> that's hokey to me. That's Hollywood. Hollywood, uh, how they feel like hacking is. <laughs> I've heard... Uh, I've not watched it yet, but I do own it. But uh, Mr. Robot, I've heard, is like a really good version of a hacker in a TV show that's not Hollywooded up. It's very realistic. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But this does have that element of Hollywood, like people sat around hacking... It does try and be a bit realistic in that way, but it isn't. It's very, hey, here's the cool people who hack, and it's so cool, and they're, they're the ones who will help us, you know? And it's it's a bit weird, that part. But as far as the movie goes, uh, it's really fun to watch. I liked how it looked. There's an obsession with neon lights in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if that was because we're in the future a little bit, and that's just a thing that's took off, like in the city. But the city's all neon lit, and there's—I noticed there's neon kind of nearly it's everywhere. Kind of cranked up, but then you know, cities are very colorful places. Yeah. So this has pink and blue neon. Even his motorcycle that he rides is—that is not a far-fetched thing because we saw a bike down over the road. We were driving home from biking, Correct. and it was a, a bike just like that with all those blue neons on it. So that's not a thing. But it was all the this neon all over the city. It, it looked a bit like Drive at some points, where I was but it is stylistically like that. done. Yeah, I liked how it looked, because it's... Even when they're driving across the bridge, and there's like neon on top of the bridge and stuff, it just looks glamorous or something, the whole movie. Um, so I liked how it looked. It also had a lot of um, up-to-date music in it, which I think was used very well. They often stop, and there's a bit where they're driving across the bridge on the motorbike, and it's extended a bit because there's a song playing, and they want to let you hear the song. <laughs> um, but I like that. I think it really fits with the movie. It's that kind of movie, like a, you know, this would it'd be out of date to say it's like an MTV kind of movie, MTV <laughs> generation. MTV is none of that anymore. No, none of that anymore. But it's like when back in the day when we watched movies as teenagers, and there was some cool music in there. It's that kind of feel to it. Um, so what did you think of uh, this overall nerve? I really enjoyed it. I mean, it has a smack of pretension, you know, because it's very, very, very obvious the point they're trying to make is that you're a dickhead if you're sitting behind a user ID and then you're being a jerk in, in the internet or in the world. That's it. I mean, that's, that's the whole point. Yeah. 
but it's really, it's a little bit... Heavy-handed. It's kind of like all of Avatar is just about, like, recycle. Kind of thing. Don't be a jerk about the environment. And, and it this is, is if like, you think about it. This is just don't be a jerk about, you know, don't be anonymous twat. That's kind of like the whole message. So, but I do like that it, it escalated in a good pace. I was afraid after, like, the second thing we would be, like, chopping off body parts or something horrible thing like that or screw a na- screw a stranger or you know whatever but we didn't see any of that right Jerk away off a hobo <laughs> <laughs> or beat up somebody you know beat up a homeless person something horrible but it didn't go that direction so i was really i was kind of like holding my breath there about after the 15 minute mark thinking uh, and it doesn't know. really get it, no. it carries on with the i know like you said they wanted to make it pg13 so it wasn't like extreme but you could have made this movie like 7 and yeah, it could have got really bad. This movie a baby, yeah. <laughs> like really bad. So you could have. Got- I enjoyed it, and I- the only thing I kept thinking though was, I just I hate people so much because this idea of the pranking thing, like even the the even the the innocent things where she's she's dared to like walk through a crowd of people around people and like make farting noises and stuff and. A lot of people just not have left their heads anybody, off. Yeah. But it's yeah. just stupid. Like, I do not understand it. I don't get why it's funny. Well, you can see as the no, people I can't. why I can't. they would want to see that. No, I don't see why it's funny. I don't see why it's entertaining to anybody. So, But I understand that it exists and that some people find it funny. Like, would laugh their heads off. Oh, ha, ha. And I, those are parts where I sit there thinking, is there something missing in my brain? Because I would not... I would rather waste my time sitting and staring at a wall... In a room that was 25 degrees without a coat for five hours, then to go out and watch somebody pull pranks on people. That's how much I hate it. I think it's stupid. It's lazy. It's, ugh, it's not it's fun. It's very, um. So that part I had to, like, accept that the, the people in this movie who I wasn't that fond of to begin with are doing this shit that I'm not that fond of, and so I'm okay with it. Right. And, uh, you know, pranking is a. This movie is based on everything that's going on these days. And pranking is like a huge thing on YouTube. Like this channel's devoted to pranking. So. Right. So I could be living my life, walking down the street or walking, taking a walk around my building and some asshole is being funny and being on YouTube and decides to come up and ask me for something really weird and then see how I react and then runs away laughing like a twat. Again, the word twat, but it just seems too appropriate. I don't get why that's funny. It's done nothing to me. I get it. I'm not hurt. Uh, but it's not creative. It's not making anything. You're not building anything. You're not contributing anything to anybody. That's why I don't get this. But stupid- that's only a very small portion of these de- theirs. I can see, like, you know, when you're thinking of a death. Right, but it's somebody- playing into that mentality right. of this, this whole of a culture who wants to be voyeur to these stupid activities. Right. And I can understand 100% why people would want to be. Why? Because there's a lot of dumb people who would like... No, but what you're saying you understand them. How? How? Explain their mind to me. Because people like watching people, like, fall over. It's like... It's like lowest common... It's not about falling over. This is intentionally humiliating and or putting people on the spot or making them look stupid... You are actually putting that in motion. You're not accidentally he, catching that somebody tripped on a curb and fell down when, with, to no fault of anyone's. It was just an accident. You are the one who wants to make them fall. 
Explain that to me. I I am not the you one personally. Yeah, you're the person who wants to make them fall down so you can get a video of it. And no, I don't find that personally funny. No, but, but I you can you see why people them. would. You, th- because, you think it's funny because there's a lot of mean people who That's really it. would like to see people get hurt or it's not just seeing them get hurt because you can see or watch somebody hurt somebody yeah um because those are the internet trolls and that's like i mean the people who go on somebody's youtube video and call the guy a fat twat <laughs> to actually hurt the guy that's all yeah. that's the only reason and then sit back and go does he react to that at all let's see him in his next video is he a little bit less Wind in his sails anymore? Oh, I did something to him. Like, it's exactly that culture. And that's the culture of the internet. Some of it. Not all of it. No, not all of it. There is some good (laughs) things, but you go on somewhere like Reddit or YouTube, it is vile. IMDB every week when we watch a movie, (laughs) the first thing I do is go to the message board and read the first comment. The first comment on this movie was, Emma Roberts has got nice tits. And the second one was... Something about the other girl. The other girl's got a nice ass. Those are the first two comments. Like, it's it's very, like... It could be, a like, a really... You know, it could be a movie that's really artistic and like a, like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. And the first comment will be, she has great tits in it because <laughs> she's naked. You know, so it's like... The the dumb people are m- more vocal than... Idiocracy? The, yeah. Is that what you're saying? We're in the idiocracy. But this captures the internet thing. Uh, perfectly at this time, even though it's in 2020, I feel like it's today. It really feels like it's today. It's everything that can be done today, like that episode of Black Mirror I talked about last week, is all here in this thing. This is just a... The Black Mirror one is a bit more darker than this. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I really liked the... I liked this. I would like to actually read this novel because apparently the novel's very different and very different dares and very different ending. One thing about this movie, I thought the ending was a little bit weak. I agree. Um, it it built up to something that just became a little twist in the tale, and it wasn't really a big. It wasn't the twist in that Black Mirror episode was a twist that was like, oh, oh, oh that's hardcore. <laughs> this was just a little twist in the tale to kind of finish this thing off. It felt kind of a bit rushed to me, and that was the only kind of complaint I had that ending. But I mean, yeah, it was fun, but it. And it had a message, because the Emma Roberts character, V, was talking to that crowd as though she's talking. It's a, it's a social commentary, like, what do you but want? But that's what I'm saying. Do you it's want us most, to kill each other? It's the most obvious it? thing, yeah. though. That's why it seemed a bit like it took a lot of this kind of interesting... And we're not talking high art here with this movie or anything, but... It definitely it's has a message. Alive, and it's got okay characters, and a, the dialogue seems all right. The music is fun. It keeps you going, keeps you going. It's a long way to go for that punchline. Basically, right. is that you're a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> Do you want to be a bunch of dickheads? So they're trying to give everybody a chance. It's like Gladiator, but you know he, what? When he, they when didn't. He chops the adult, when people ch- didn't live up to that challenge because it had to. They had to do the thing right. to make them all back out. But the thing in Gladiator when he chops the head off and puts his thing yeah. up and said, "Are you not entertained?" Like that. Like, what the fuck do you want? You just want <laughs> us to like, like, why is that? Your, and there uh, are people who would enjoy that. I mean, why do we watch Ultimate Fighting Championship? Well, exactly. Why to do we watch, watch two people boxing, beat the you know? shit out of yeah. And if somebody were to die, everybody would be like, "Oh!" And then if you watch it after that. It's kind of what you're looking for. Well, that'd Car be the racing. thing. If you if somebody died in a UFC fight next week, 
uh, it would be a tragedy and everything, and people would be like, oh, but better ratings would be up next week to see if it's always oh, See, that sounds like the future, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like a futuristic thing. The ratings thing. <laughs> would be up because people would be like, oh, that happened. And then eventually we get what? The Running Man. Yeah. Well, we actually. Oh, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna add that to my recommendations. So uh, let's get onto the cast of this. Like that, people are watching this big game show. Well, that's exactly that. It's uh, actually corporal punishment in that one, isn't it? They're prisoners, aren't they? From they get put into that, and then they get released if they can get through it. But they designed it so nobody gets through it. I have to watch that because I like that one. Did they remake Running Man? No. No, they shouldn't because it was it was was bad effects and everything. But yeah. But yeah, that's that was a way of like killing the population of prisoners, but by giving them no chance. <laughs> um, but Arnold, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to the cast. Emma Roberts plays V. She's the heroine of this piece. What do you think of her, Emma Roberts? She was good. She was good to be. She didn't quite sell the idea of her being the studious um, sidekick friend to the cool wild girl, but whatever. Um, other than that, she held her own in every every moment when she had to be a little bit more daring. I bought it because you kind of know her backstory a little bit. She's always so maybe been she living in the shadow. feeling a little bit yeah. like, screw it, yeah, I'll just do it. And then we also know her story, that she wants to go to college and it's expensive. And so uh, they didn't oversell the idea of her being this shrinking violet. So that I was okay with no, her doing that. No, I, I, that's one thing I did like about it. Other movies with that kind of character, they ugly them up, as I would say in Hollywood. <laughs> they put glasses on them and put the hair up or something and then go, well, she's the girl who's like not that attractive and there's a friend who's super attractive. And she's always felt bad and she's not, she could never match up to her. No, I mean, and they, then the instant she didn't takes do, off her glasses yeah, then and takes out beautiful. her ponytail. <laughs> well, they didn't mess with her. She was just who she was all the way through. I did like that because... That is a horrible... I always find... I always go... Uh, when you see this kind of frumpy-looking girl and she's dressed frumpy and she's got the glasses and everything, then you're like, yeah, but I can see through that disguise. <laughs> she's an attractive girl she's with Clark a cardigan. Kent. Yeah. <laughs> like Supergirl. Well, she... You know, look at Supergirl with her glasses on. She's she's not Supergirl. But uh, in this, yeah, they didn't do that. So, yeah, I like her. I don't really know her, which is good, I think, because... Yes, she's super, she's been famous because she's like a kid actor, and she's she was in American Horror Story and Scream Queens, but I've not really seen her in anything, so it was kind of fun to watch somebody new to me, um, and I think she did well. Dave Franco plays Ian, who would be the hero of this piece. What do you think of him? I liked him. Dave, he wasn't too. Dave is the other Franco. Cheeky. He wasn't too. He has two brothers. Remember, he looked. He does. It up. Yeah, there's the third. Um, one. He. He got. He said exactly correctly in the extras that he could have been the guy who was just sort of like wildly like his brother would play, sort of this like like in Spring Breakers, you know, like just all like a over the top, yeah, like (laughs) yeah, like I'm crazy. So there's no there's no understanding this character, but instead you get the. He I think he did just right, and he was you know watchable. He had a couple of moments of a little extra goof, but. You know, he's kind of charming and interesting to watch. I don't, I, I think, I think his brother's the same thing. I think they're both pretty talented, and uh, even I'm sure they would appreciate that assessment. Yeah, even though this is like, and Dave Franco even said in his uh, VT thing that he's mostly been in comedy movies, so he's been looking for something different. 
he has been in a lot of comedy movies. You know, like those kind of like frat party kind of. He's always like that guy. He's the frat guy or the, you know, crazy guy who's. I think we've seen him in something like that. Sisters or something he was in. He's been in something that we've watched where he's that guy, like mm-hmm. he's the party guy. But in this, he's not that. He's just like a cool guy, would you say? I don't know. A little extra cool. Yeah. But not, not too cool for bit school. Bit dorky as I don't well. Know, my like, definitions aren't very clear. But... I mean, when he does the singing and the... Yeah. He does, he's got a dare at the beginning, which is like to sing, like a you've lost that loving feeling in Top Gun, like that kind of thing. But, uh, and he acts a bit goofy and he's trying to be cool, but he's not actually that cool. But uh, yeah, I liked him in it. Emily Mead plays Sydney. Uh, I recognise this girl straight away because she's uh, one of my favourite shows on HBO, The Leftovers. She's the uh, main girl's friend in it. And she was really good in that first season. Uh, and she, here she is in this one because she's Sydney. Sid. What did you think of her, Emily Mead? She was good because she's, she's right. She's the friend who is already a little bit on edge. Dare I say, she's portrayed as being a little bit slutty because she's alone. Her parents are off a lot. She's rich. She has no borders, really. No behavioral borders. No, like, emotional attachments. She's just sort of left to her own devices. And so our little shy bookworm is her best friend. And, of course, we have, spoiler, uh, there's some confrontation about that. And it's a real thing in real life. You know, Mm -hmm. there are people with these big, huge personalities... And, they they're, do, the and they're insecure, people, yeah. but they do want a person that they perceive as so being lower down together, the social it? ladder. No, opposite. They don't want a person oh, that's right. got their shit together. They want a person who's down the social ladder so that wherever they go, they appear more cool. Wherever they go, they're more attractive. Whoever sees them, they're the wild, fun one in comparison to their the fat friend, man. their boring friend, whatever it is. And so I thought she did it. She could have gone over the top again, but she was. I liked, she did it just right. I really liked how she became... It took more, a little too long on the ladder. I was like, come on, Jesus, do we have to spend ten minutes of this afraid girl on a ladder? She became more disheveled throughout the movie. Yeah. I, I kind of like that, because she's like kind of old sexy hot girl at school. And then as you saw her, and she was losing popularity kind yep. of, because a friend was getting more popular in this game. She just kept looking a bit worse. Like, she was like... Correct. A little less... Like, like you could find her soon on a street corner. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> your fame is gone. Your internet yeah, fame went... she can't like, cope. Somebody else was better. I thought she did a good job in the confrontation of this, this certain kind of bitchiness that happens. Yep. And I thought... I, I liked her. I liked seeing something else. Miles Heiser plays Tommy. He's like... And, you know, they tried to say in this... um <laughs> In the extras that this kid was something different in this type of movie, and he wasn't. What he was, <laughs> was he's the friend of V. He's like a male friend who is nerdy and loves her, probably wants to be with her, but will never be with her because she doesn't see him that way, and she's, he's just a friend. And he's that character, and they tried to say he wasn't that character. <laughs> but he's absolutely that character. I didn't see anything else from him but that. He, he, he looks at her longingly, kind of, and then she's with that guy, and he doesn't want to look. When when she's kissing Franco, yep. she, he just doesn't want to look at the screen. It's quite clear what's going on in his, in his mind. He's lo- losing his girl, and um, he's still a nerd, and he'll do anything to save her. Right? And the annoying thing about that, that's one of the weaknesses of the movie, is why wouldn't she want him to be her boyfriend? That's the problem yeah, with him, because, because he's, he's fine. Because he's cool enough, or what? 
I don't know, because she liked, well, she did like the the football guy. She did. That was made clear at the beginning. He turns out to be a douche, right? So. No, he was alright. The football guy was kind of like. No, he actually she... tried to protect her, that one girl, because he said it was everything when he came in that room. and. The football guy, though, he turned her down, didn't he? In the... Yeah, but he wasn't being a jerk. I, 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 I kind of. Uh, just. I mean, of... he wasn't being friendly, but no. he wasn't being like, he didn't try to, you know. Um, so this Tommy character, it was neither in or there for me. He was kind of a plot device. That's what he was. He drove around in his car, and he <laughs> happened to know hacking. <laughs> so that kind of works for this plot. So that was really it. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly plays Ty. Machine Gun Kelly's actually a rapper. He's like a pretty famous rapper. He's not been in movies, and in this one he is Mad Max. <laughs> so what did you think of him? It was good. I mean, it was a little... Over the top at times, but then at some point you find out in why this game, he's like he's a character inside of a character. Yeah, he is. He's he's playing the game as a game. Like he's yeah. He's like he's the the shit. He's gonna get to the top. He's that game character. So yeah, he is a bit. He's like, all right. But I liked him though. He had something likable about him, even though I kept thinking, oh god, this guy's scary. I don't know what to how to <laughs> you know. He's he's the guy who's gonna be the come down of this whole thing. Like. Uh, but yeah, he's a, he was okay. Uh, Juliette Lewis, uh, plays Nancy, um, Emma Roberts' mother. Uh, she don't really get much to do. No, she, she could have been anybody, I'm yeah. sorry to say, but, and she was fine. She does, just, she does yeah, a fine but, job, but, but she could have been anybody. And I would like the mother to have been a bit more big person. The mother was a bit, she was, com- uh, Julie, I like Juliette Lewis, really like her, but the, this character of a mother, she's completely clueless to all this stuff that kids are doing. Like, well, I didn't feel that at all. Well, when she stood in that she room, she immediately got yeah, but she knew what was up, and she also opened the laptop and immediately knew where to go. What I mean is, she she also had her bank account tapped in so she could see anything that was happening. She with did, her bank but account. she had this kind of like deer in the headlights look a lot, like a oh, what's happening here? I've got to phone this hacker up and find out. You know, it's it's very. Well, how would she know? What are you talking about? Why would she know any of this shit? Be a bit clued into something. How? You're saying that the group of people who play this game are not her, and so she's that person. Right. That has to be represented by somebody. I don't know. I just she's working. She's making a living. She's contributing to society. They, they do show that. They do show that she is a good person. A very good person. Who has a job. She's not just some sleazoid sitting on her phone. Oh, look what's going on. I felt like our um, character was just a bit empty. Uh, a little yeah, bit. it was just like his uh, the character. Here's her mother. She has yeah. to have a mother. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a whole like subplot as well about a, she had a brother that died, but just really went nowhere. Like it just, it, I mean, it gave some motivation, I guess, to her. It didn't feel like it did, but no, yeah, I mean, it didn't. It felt to me like maybe in the book that's a bigger deal. Like, and there's more to that, but mm. um, in here, it was never really. So this is directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman. If you might have, we've reviewed a movie by them before, and it's called Catfish. And I actually really like Catfish. Um, it was like a fake documentary, basically, but it was about the at the beginning of social media, really, and how scary social media could can be. And it was done in a documentary style, as though it was real, like the Blair Witch. <laughs> but it was really about like a Facebook stalker kind of deal. Uh, and I, I liked what they did with that. And because they did that, and it was quite popular, that movie... Then they got uh, took on as the people who did Paranormal Activity, which was another, mm-hmm. you know, sensation internet kind of thing. And they did uh, two Paranormal Activity movies, uh, three and four. 
And now they did this. This really makes sense for them, I think, because this movie is like Catfish. It's just a more movie. Yeah, not, it's not, not focused like, on one story. Right, but it's yeah. still take it's still taking that internet idea of being scary. The internet's a scary place. Or it's a people, great place. That you can lie. Right. That's the whole idea of catfish yeah. is you're it's a lie. So catfish and nerve really do fit together. Catfish is a bit more kind of grown up. Mm-hmm. This is a more fun kind of uh, look at the same kind of issue though. So I really like I think they did a good job. I think this is a well directed movie. I think it's edited well. I think it looks the part. I think the music's chosen right. I think the actors are good. And it's an interesting story. Even if you are over the age of you're not a millennial or whatever, because this is full of... It's kind of made for that kind of age. It's made for teenagers to go to the theatre and be thrilled by, right? It's that kind of thing. But I'm not that. But I, <laughs> I'm still excited to watch it. It's still you, fun. You really aren't. No. <laughs> but it's still fun to watch, because you can relate to the internet, and you can relate to these things that could happen. I could see this being a thing. Sure. In fact, I was very surprised that on the Blu-ray... There is a version of the game that you can play. And they really want you to do the things and hashtag the photos of you doing them and the videos to their website. That sounds like a lawyer's <laughs> nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was surprised that was even there. I know the, the questions, it gives you a dare, basically, the Blu-ray. And they weren't terrible. It was things like, go and take a shower with your clothes on. Which is not going to hurt anybody, right? But, and then it... it what were the other ones? They we were none know. of we none don't of, know. We, we didn't, didn't go. We didn't go. We it could have been it. like stab a needle in your eye. <laughs> yeah, but it wants you to hashtag it with nerve and and post it to them. And I was but like, somebody somewhere could say, "Go cut off your little brother's ear and film it, and we'll right. give you five hundred bucks." I mean, I know that sounds fictitious, but people do horrible shit to each other in the world. So they we could say to need you, to "Encourage it." The first one was go and take a shower in your clothes, and then hashtag it to us. You could go and take a shower in your clothes, and because you've got your clothes on, getting them hooked, fall, break your neck, <laughs> and that'd be their fault. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. T- It'd be your fault for being <laughs> stupid enough to do it. So uh, yeah, there is. That's uh, why I liked about her too. She takes full accountability because somebody says he made you do this, and she says nobody made me do any of this. This whole night right. was all my choice, yeah, all she, of it. Like she didn't shy away from it, she and could I, always I liked just it. Press she was never a damsel in distress. I really like that. She was never like needing saving. Really, I mean, it was kind of tit for tat, a little bit back and forth, but not overriding. You know, where you need to like swoop in, and, you know, take care of her. I like that. So um, extras on this Blu-ray, uh, it has this watcher and player mode, basically. <laughs> what it really amounts to, if you think that sounds exciting. Is it amounts to the Watcher. When you press Watcher, there's a bunch of featurettes. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Uh, they cover most things in this movie. They're very short and very kind of advertising, I think. And then the, the player side is like, there's a quiz, which amounts to, it asks you a bunch of questions about what you might do. And uh, then at the end, it tells you whether you're a Watcher or a player. What were you? We went I'm a player. Yep. Uh, and then... What else was there? There was, um... All the little vignettes about each thing. Yeah. Like the guy hanging off There's the a game bar too. and, yeah. The game is just that. It gives you a thing to do. Gives you ten minutes or a time frame to do it, like in the movie. And then you tweet it 
with a hashtag and you don't get nothing. Don't win nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. So the extras are kind of like, it seems like there's a lot of stuff. There really is not that much. It's just cleverly, the menus are really nice. They're all neon and and it works really well within the context of this movie. But don't be looking for like tons of stuff. There's no commentary or anything like that. It's uh, brief. So conclusion on Nerve. I really liked it. I would recommend you watch it. It's really a fun movie. And teenagers to my age. I'm older. I don't know. Your mother might even like <laughs> what this What is movie. your age? What is your age? I'm 47. <gasps> is that all? Even your mother might like this movie, right? She might. And she's she likes the Hunger Games. I she, mean... Uh, my mother gets so into it. It's like it's really happening. Yeah, she is. My but mother's an intelligent person, but I mean, she sits there watching the Hunger Games with her head pointed forward and just like, ah! Oh, how can he do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh! I hope he dies. You know, just like she's all, she's all in. She loves know? the Hunger Games. <laughs> she, she hates. She loves stories where there's like this oppressive, that's terrible why, entity and somebody rising up against. That's why I it. think she needs to see Divergent. That's why she needs to see Star Wars. I mean, she let's never, be honest. She, she's seen a few of those. She has heard it all played out by my nephew yeah. Austin because he has explained the whole. When he was about seven or eight, he would tell her the entire story and act it out, and she thought it sounded fantastic. But no, she's never. But this is a good movie to watch. I could see a lot of people enjoying this. It's pretty. It's a pretty fun movie. Um, and everybody understands these days social networking and the internet. Most people, anyway, and they can relate to this in some way. So, I could see a lot of people enjoying it. Um, so yeah, I recommend it. And you do? I would recommend it. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's not for everybody. Some people might find it boring just because it's too overdrive a little bit sometimes, and you you kind of get the point. Fairly quickly, but I care enough for a about fun, the characters to be in. Yeah, if you just want to pop ride, it yeah. in, and you want to have a movie where, if you're sitting with people who are like to make comments about a movie while you're watching, it's not super deep or super like you know involved. So I can see that just being. a fun, yeah, um, what if kind of movie that it's got a moral that tomorrow could actually be a real thing. Yeah, because somebody sees this movie and goes, "Hey, I'm going to set this shit up." <laughs> So thanks to Lionsgate for the movie. If you want to enter a contest, we've got some contests going on. Uh, you can win a copy of Game of Thrones Season 6 or this week. Or you, the best contest this week that I've got on the site is um, Mondo Posters. If you've ever heard of those guys, they make really, really cool movie posters. Not the official movie posters, but like riffs on movie posters. They have their own style to it. They're a very limited edition, and we have a... Star Trek Beyond, which is the movie we're reviewing next week, um, poster for giveaway. So <clears throat> you can't buy these in the stores. They're really rare. So if you want to win one, go to aschoolie.com and try and win it. Uh, it's a good prize, I think. Uh, movie recommendations this week. I am going on the uh, nerve tip. The Game, David Finch's The Game. That was, that was old school. Which is a game like these games, but without cell phones and um, internet. Because it was pre all that, but it's and like it was starring a couple little stars, Michael Douglas, Sean Penn. Yeah, and it's like, um, yeah, it's like a game that operates in real life that could end in your death if you don't <laughs> play it right. Uh, and the other one is the Truman Show about people being watched and watchers. The concept of watchers, um, and this was pre-internet also, which uh, is hard to believe, but. Was their life before the internet? I mean, the internet existed, but it was pre-how we know the internet now. Uh, so that was The Truman Show. Awesome movie. One of the best movies. You should all definitely watch that one. Yours are? 
Mine are, you mentioned already, Black Mirror, which is a TV show from England. It is, on it Netflix. has all these kind of twists on the potential of technology in our lives, all different kinds, AI, social media, technology, technology. There's one where you, you put a thing in your eyes and it, if you, for example, if a person, if you and a person get divorced and you have a bad divorce, they can actually make it so that every time you see that person, they're just, they're blocked out. Like in oh, real yeah. life, they become like a gray blur. They, you can't hear them. You can't see them. You can't communicate with them. And then massive punishment for people like criminals, you get everyone blocked out. Like they can turn it all off. I thought that was kind of interesting. So that's Black Mirror. V for Vendetta, just because we saw that mask a couple times in this movie. Also because it is oh, the anonymous, of November. Yeah. yeah. Um, Westworld on HBO is a show we've been watching. And I'm going to be honest, I love the show itself. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's just that opening. It's like it hypnotizes me and actually kind of turns me on. And I don't know why. It's like this, it's got this 3D printer, essentially. Yeah, but it's printing it every People. fiber of a person's, well, they're androids, like every fiber, every filament in your eyeball. And it shows the machine and it's building like this horse and it's building like a person. And it's, the music is like so hypnotic. I just love it. It's a really <laughs> once, good show. Once huh? that beginning happens, I'm just like all in. I'm just like, oh. And the idea of the show, obviously it's going to have, it has moral human implications here and there, but it's just really good. And then this last one that I just stumbled across when I was on IMDb looking up something is Herman's Head. It's from 1991, television show on Fox. It's sort of like the live version, live action version of In and Out. It is a guy who's living his life, and in his head are these people. But it represents each emotion or personality trait that you have, and how strong your feminine voice is, or your bully voice, or your nerdy voice, or your accountant voice, or whatever. And it was kind of dumb, but it was kind. It was also of its day. A little bit ahead of itself with ideas and stuff. So I was. Uh, I'd also while you're talking about TV, there the Walking Dead second episode. Um, I was very worried how King Ezekiel has been introduced. <laughs> yeah. I was really worried that they would cheap out on his tiger. I was well. I was worried a that they might use a real tiger, and that's just cruel. And b or b they would have a CG tiger that looked like shit. Fortunately, it seemed like they spent some money and had a decent-looking tiger that actually rivals the tigers we've seen in movies. I actually watched the making of it this week, and they had, like, <laughs> they've got a real tiger, not a real tiger, but a fake tiger head that's really realistic that actually is animated like a puppet, and it sat sits next to him, the, the head part of it, and they act to the head part. And the head part is part of the CG creation. Like, they leave, kind of splice it in, like a facial um, cap. You know, like we saw in um, the other movie we just watched recently. It did the same thing. Yeah, where they stick, like... Jungle Book. Yeah, where the puppet is actually part of the CG yeah. character. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a really good-looking tiger. And they didn't go, hey, let's only show the tiger when it's dark. Let's show the tiger in the corner really quickly. No. They put the tiger in the daylight. They even had a scene where he takes the tiger outside and just walking out on his leash. I thought that was really good. Um, you're not familiar with King Ezekiel. I've read all the comics. I really like him as a character, and I think the guy who plays him 
is really doing a good job of being the character from the book. So, yeah, Walking Dead, I'm really digging it this season. It's only just started. Uh, Games and A Scully stuff. I've been playing Titanfall 2 this week quite a lot. I really like it. It's, um, I've not even finished the campaign yet because I keep going back to the multiplayer just to level up a little bit more. In fact, I want to play some now. (laughs) That's how much I want to play it. Um, it is like Call of Duty, but with big robots that you ride around in. Uh, you can also run around and shoot, but you can actually be inside a big robot. That's the fun part. You're inside a big robot. It's giant. You're shooting big cannons or other big robots. It's really, really fun online. Uh, Titanfall 2. Um, the, the next game I will be playing is Watch Dogs 2. It comes out on the 14th of November. Um, so I don't know anything about it yet, but I really like the first one. Can't wait for the second one. And the third thing, this is nothing to do with games, is the clocks go back tonight. But by the time you have heard this, that will all be over. So either you're late, or you're early, or something in between <laughs> at this time, if you didn't follow the rules. Can we just like not have the time changing? Leave it? They're working on it. Somebody's working on it yeah. somewhere. Some places it in America don't even have it. Yeah. I mean, it does and it doesn't. Like, I don't know who it affects anymore, because if you're a farmer or you're a person who works outside, you're going to be working outside at 6 p.m. no matter what the darkness level is. Yeah. Like, that doesn't going to affect you. If you're a farmer, you don't go, oh, it's 5 o'clock, I'm done. You you work until you're done. So, yeah. Yeah, until the sun goes down, no matter what the clock says. If it's says. pitch black like it is now, you can't do it. So, right. So yeah. it doesn't matter if, it, if somebody's... Or maybe you can nowadays by bringing out your footlights do. and just doing it. But I'm just saying that the old reasons for it, yeah, they you're not make... gaining or losing any time. And where they say kids need to be coming home from school. Yeah, but now you're coming home in the dark. Yeah, so that makes no sense. No. So, yeah, let's ditch it. We don't need it. it wouldn't make... <laughs> are, we, are we just deciding for everybody? All, all, only difference it makes for us, it's worse for, for us, because we like to go cycling in the afternoon. Does, no, the time doesn't matter. And now, because the because we change it, it uh, it's dark an hour earlier. Meaning that, that doesn't get... matter, because I'm still going to get off work at 7 p.m., so the, the dark... No, I just mean when, you, when you're on your days off, and we like to go at 4... Yeah, but the t- daylight savings time doesn't do anything, has nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. It doesn't, because the sun's still going to get dark at the same time of day. It's just that we've changed the clock. We don't, it doesn't matter if we go at 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. This is still going to get dark at the same time. As the Earth turns, it's still getting dark at the same time. It doesn't matter I that know, we say it's 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. I'm saying now, because it changes, we have to... Uh, no, the time now doesn't matter, change it. Now, because it goes dark at 5 p.m., if we went out cycling at 4 p.m., we would only have an hour to cycle. We still would only have an hour, because the time doesn't matter. The darkness is happening no matter what you the time You mean just go out is. an hour earlier? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but what happens if you can't? Matter. You only have between 4 and 5 to cycle, and now, uh, before between 4 and 6 to cycle, and then you go out, and at 5, it cuts it dead because it's dark. Yeah, but that's not because of daylight savings time. It's just getting darker. Well, it would be fine. Our like, daylight savings time ago, doesn't could... make it get dark earlier. It's no, already getting that. dark earlier. Of course <laughs> right. I know that. Right, so the time doesn't matter. I don't know what you're saying, but it, it kind of does. <laughs> it doesn't matter Like, because two weeks ago, we could go out at 4 o'clock and cycle all the way till 7. Now, and even now, after, it doesn't t- matter. after tomorrow, if you've no lights on your back, after tomorrow, you can go out at 4 p.m. and only cycle for an hour. Yeah, but it's... Still gonna keep getting dark earlier. The time doesn't matter. 
if you if you get off work at if you get off work at four p.m. right? Yeah. And you have to be. That's all... different. You're talking about my days off. Our time doesn't matter about the sun on my days off. That's what I'm saying to you. It doesn't matter about daylight savings time. It doesn't affect us at all because it doesn't matter when we go. The sun is still going to set at the same time of the rotation of the earth or whatever the hell's happening. <laughs> like, so the time of day doesn't matter. The clock doesn't affect that at all. It's just a stupid human thing to say, well, we have to leave the house at three instead of four. It doesn't affect me. And when I work, I get off at seven. So no matter what, it doesn't matter. So that's why it should not be in, if you don't, if we don't change the clocks. If we don't change the clock, it still gets dark at the same time. It doesn't matter. No, if we don't change the clocks. If we don't change the clocks... When you come home from work, it might still be light. No, it wouldn't. Rather, rather than it definitely being It definitely dark. would not, because it's already dark when I get home from work. It doesn't matter about changing the clocks. Just because of nature. It's an hour different. But it's already dark when I get home from work now. Well, so. I'm not, forget that. The hour difference is an hour... It's darker an hour earlier. But the clock doesn't matter. So when kids come home from school at 4pm, it's dark. Whereas last week when they came home from school at 4pm, it was light. Right. If you never change the clock, though, it's still going to get dark. Yeah, it's I understand keep that, getting but dark that earlier and earlier. Really, that doesn't... So the clock doesn't matter. It. No. I mean, what fact is <laughs> Another thing it that is I have kids come home from school and it's dark. So it's dangerous for them. It was going to get dark anyway. Because it's going to keep but getting dark. But when they came home last week at, at 4, it was fine and light. It's just because we changed the clocks that that happened. It isn't, because it's going to keep getting dark earlier and earlier Well, anyway. eventually, but not in this little period here, like the beginning. So then it actually has no impact whatsoever. For for maybe two months it does. Ugh. Whatever. I just think it's fucking stupid that people think they're affected by it. I really I, I think it's they're affected by it, and it shouldn't be changed, because <laughs> yeah. the kids would... It would... There'd be a more light for kids to come home from school. That doesn't have any... For a couple but of months. Under, what the hell? Ever? Oh my god! Just move on, because you're not making any sense. I'm making. I, when you say that the time doesn't matter, <laughs> it totally does. We're affecting it. We're ta- we're making the time different. It's going to keep getting darker earlier, no matter over what, a period cl- of months. Whatever the clock says, it doesn't matter. That's just our own invention. We're not causing anything to happen. We're just trying to go with the flow, because it's going to keep getting dark earlier Yeah, anyway. but we're changing the clocks back for no reason. There's no reason No, that's not true. There was always a reason. There was back in the times of farmers. No, there's still a reason or it would have changed already. Now we have light, and we have and somebody has a light. reason, or it would have changed already. But the clock changing... What's, the other, what's this reason? I don't know. I'm saying there it There isn't a reason anymore. It's an outdated concept. It would have changed already if there was no reason whatsoever. So there's not something to do with business and world business. There has to be something. Otherwise, it would have gone away already. No, I don't. I think it's an outdated concept that is. I'm not saying it isn't an outdated concept. What I'm saying is there must be reasons, or would have already gone away everywhere, and it hasn't. Somebody has a reason. I mean, it's gone away in quite a few countries. They don't do it at all, right? So, it's obviously changing. Obviously, there are reasons that people want to keep it. I don't have a reason myself, but somebody must. Who gets to make that decision? All right. So, Spanguli, what is it? It is a show. You know. You know what it is. It's These listeners do not know. I bet they do. It is a guy who dresses up in funny costume every week and hosts a horror show. And we know he had a heart attack four years ago that he almost died from. Mm. I found that out. I don't know that that's relevant, but okay. (laughs) That's just some new news about him. (laughs) Well, it's not new. We actually saw another horror host this week on Comic Book Man. Yeah. Elvira. Um, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah. 
another one of those. If if you don't know Svengoolie, you yeah. know who Elvira, Elvira hosts a yeah. movie. Or did. I don't know if she still does. I don't think so. Excuse me. I, I think she just does conventions. And tonight and the movie is... You say it because you say it wrong. Steven Spielberg's <laughs> Jewel. <laughs> it's not Jewel. Jewel is a singer. And a jewel is something you put in your di- in your ring. A jewel is a diamond. Duel, however, yes, Steven is like Spielberg's. a duel between two people. <laughs> it's, it's the conjuring. It's the conjuring the con- and the jewel. <laughs> oh, God. You know when you find something charming about somebody when you first meet them? And then after time, you have to question that cuteness. Yeah, Jewel is a really good movie, actually. The the Duel. I've always liked it. And The Conjuring. Uh, it's been... People have called it Jaws with a truck instead of a shack. Stupid people or intelligent people? No, I agree. It's like, that's it. That, <laughs> that pretty much is what it is. Um, so, yeah. We'll be watching that tonight. And you, if you've never seen it, it's amazing. And tonight for supper. Are you going to ask me for supper? That, um, it's that you've you've definitely never seen that I don't movie. I think so. And it's a Steven Spielberg movie. What I don't a treat. Think so. so tonight for supper, today I put potatoes wrapped in aluminum foil, as you do for baked potatoes, in the crock pot. Yeah, the slow cooker. The internet, these anonymous people, and a couple of people, women that I know even said it takes five hours, seven hours, eight hours. I put them in there. Three hours later, they're done. They are perfectly... wrapped them in foil, put olive oil in them. I wrapped them, I covered them, I smeared coconut oil all over them, poked them with a knife. Now, two days ago, I was going to do them and I put them in a salt brine, like you do when you're going to bake a potato in the oven, cover it, put it in salt water for a while, and then they could have stayed in the salt water and stayed in the salt water, so they were in there for a couple days. That might contribute to the flavor? I don't know. They, I rinsed them off really good, but rub, rub them with coconut oil, wrap them in aluminum foil, put them in the crock pot. Single layer. Would you do that again? No. Yes. I actually tasted a bit of Fudge. one, and it tasted better than definitely better than it's the microwave like one. It's a super intense potato flavor. It's yeah, really kind of, good. And it's got that kind of waxy outside that is really good. Waxy? Yeah, it's like um. It's not waxy. Yeah, that's how it is. It's like it isn't. A, it's like the inside of it where the potato comes away from the skin. It gets kind of waxy in there. That like sounds it. disgusting. No, it's yummy. That's my favorite part. <laughs> that's why I'm saying that's not waxy, mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying. And it is really tasty. So I'm that, and then these things I bought called Nourish Bowls. It's like a plastic container. I'm not and so inside, sure about those. I'm not either. We'll find out. I it don't know what like, else to make. It looks like burgers, be, I guess. It looks like they'd be kind of like nothing once they cook down. Oh, they're like full of like kale and greens and like butternut squash good. and rice. So you pop it in the microwave. It just says it's a warm dinner. It I'm doesn't say it, hot dinner. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm hoping they're really delicious, though, because I like what's in If it them. isn't, we have the baked potato. We have veggie burgers in the freezer, I think. No, I mean, I, I like the... And in, soup. The one I've got is Brussels sprouts and rice and uh, mm-hmm. there's some kind of sauce that looks like Chinese sauce or something. But I, I agree with you. It's going to cook down, so you're going to have, like, five bites of it. But we'll see. I think it'll be fine. Well, it'll either be fine or it'll be shitty, because it is like a <laughs> convenience food kind there of are, There is something in the middle there. Yeah. All right, and your advice before we leave? Vote. Oh, yeah, there'll be a new president of the uh, US of A next week. Oh, no, not yet. No president will have to. Somebody will have been chosen by this time. Um, And regardless of your point of view, regardless of who you're going to or not going to vote for, you could write in somebody's name, you can do whatever, and you might argue that it's completely pointless because the Electoral College is what matters and all these... All these other political things that take away our power. That's fine. I don't give a shit. If you're going to piss and moan about that, 
I don't really understand. That just means you want to be lazy and like sit like a pseudo intellectual and be like, oh, well, why bother going and putting in my vote when in fact the electoral college, blah, blah, blah. And historically it's shown that the popular vote, blah, all that makes me again, stab myself in the eye. Just vote. Fuck. It's not that, it's not difficult. You go out. You go in the little booth, you see who your governor choices and your amendments to your constitutions and your law, whatever, all the stuff, including the president. And just, like, I don't even know if it's that much of a participation. Now, things like the governor's races and things like that, senators, congressmen, anything like that, then obviously the popular vote is the vote that's going to matter. But why not? Why let that pass? And then bitch about the results. You have every right to. I'm not taking that away. I'm just saying if you go and you tick all the boxes and then none of that happens, you know, at least you've you've tried, right? Like, what else can you do? I can't make a person be president. I can't enlist somebody to do it. I can't rise them up. I don't have the money, the wherewithal, the entire infrastructure that it takes to get a person to be the president. Therefore, my only contribution is to discuss it with the people around me, where we listen to each other's opinions, best case scenario, and then make a judgment, and then you make your vote, and then your vote is counted and it is shown to the world. Like, you know, 60,000 people in Missouri voted for this person and 25,000 people voted for that person. Regardless of what the Electoral College says, You've still contributed to the pot of information about who people, what, how that reflects who they want to be their leader. I think that's, to me, that's fundamental part of like our country, your country. You guys vote for stuff. You vote for your prime minister. You vote for Most like you left do. the European Union because of a vote. I mean, yeah. you went into the European vote because of a vote, and then you left it because of a vote. And the pop, you know, you are participating. And if you want to pretend like you're not part of that, I just, I don't get it. I've read a lot about people who refuse and they think it's all a bruise and it's all fake and everything. And I'm like, I don't quite, I can't quite get there. I don't I mean, see the evidence it, it for it. It doesn't matter to some people at all. Just not, like, the, not the people it doesn't matter to. These are people it matters to. And they oh, think. You mean they they're doing think, it as a stand? No, they're intellectually snobby, and they think that you're stupid for voting because your vote doesn't matter. You just because, and it. they're gonna rattle off all these fucking people from 250 years ago and their names, and then what they wrote in their books, and then people from 100 years ago what they wrote and what they said, and how the impact of the economic blah 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 of this country and that war, and it's just like, ugh, just vote. What does any of this affect anything? All this shit that you've stuck in your head. Yeah. And you're sitting here telling me not to vote because you've read some books. And how are you impacting the system by sitting here on your ass doing nothing except for bitching? Right? So I'm not saying that not voting is lazy. I'm just saying, why not? I, I, I need a reason not to go vote. Like if, if I was incapable physically of getting there <laughs> would be my only reason. Because I vote every time. And I don't know. It's just like you're, and I don't participate in things. I don't, you know, I'm not a joiner. I'm not a follower. I'm not a group person. I'm not an organization person. I'm not a club member. I don't like treasuries and meetings and all that kind of shit. But I am part of this country by birth, you know, by birthright. I live here. I am here. I could live anywhere in the entire world that I want. In fact, I could have made an effort to live on another planet in my life if I wanted to, but I don't. I live here. 
That would have been difficult. Not really, because in time, people will live on another planet. Could yeah, be not in your Australia. time. Not necessarily. How old do you think I am? <laughs> not in your time. By the way, Tuesday I'll be 49, in case anyone wants to send accolades my way. <laughs> Yay, you made it 49 years. Being the person you are, that must have been difficult. Yes. So, that's my advice. Vote. Yeah. And next week, somebody will get chosen and things will move on. Exactly. Live Now, there will be some bad reactions either way. Yeah. We don't have a great option here. I'm not I'm not advocating anybody. I'm just saying it's going to be bad. There are very radical people. Nobody's perfect and these two people are far from perfect. But then again, that's kind of stimulating and I I understand that it can do our country some damage if the person who seems to be in charge has a bad effect on morale and and on the big decisions that get made and everything. However, all, if you look at all of our presidents, all 45, it never, 44... It didn't really fall apart with perfect. any of them. No, the, and they're not perfect. I mean, we've they had assassinations, we've had scandals, we've had liars, we've had all kinds of stuff. We've had corruption all the way through. Nobody is immune to it. Nobody. It's just that now we have more information. We have access to more information, and so you know more about the person, right? You can't go to one town on your end of your train do something horrible and travel 300 miles on the train and nobody in that town will ever hear about that thing because that's just not how it works anymore. That would have been how it worked 150 years ago or 200 years ago. Um, Whoever wins, it'll probably be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's it ain't... Some bad things can happen, yeah. yes. And it could be big bad things. I'm not denying that. I'm not naive. The world is a scary, fucked up place because people are terrible. That's just the way it is, Right. No, nothing in the forces of nature will change because of who our president is. It's just human beings will make decisions and choices and impact other human beings based on their own biases and ignorance and stupidity and closed-mindedness and prejudices. And then we go from there. And then in a thousand years, guess what? In a hundred years, guess what? Nobody's going to give a shit. Right? It's going to be different. In 10 years, no <laughs> Well, 10 years will still feel the impact. It's sort of a 100-year cycle. Because think about it. If I think about who was the president 100 years ago, and how did that presidency impact us now? It's a bit of a blank. Somebody, historical sure. person, would tell me. So if I think in 100 years from now, it's going to be the same. People will look back, and if they go, who was president in 2016 and 2017? They're going to be like, I don't know. I took it in history, but I don't remember. Yeah. That was like 40 presidents ago, you know, like, or however many presidents ago, 20 presidents ago. So, just vote. All know? right. So, uh, yeah. Let me remind you about our website, sayscully.com and sitsaw.com. You can catch us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we'll play Nerve with you if you uh, want to play it. Um, you can also go to the Google Play Store. You can catch it on the iTunes Music Store or the RSS feed, aschoolie.com slash podcast. You can go there, you can subscribe, you can just listen on the page, you can do whatever you like. You can also email feedback to me at ascully at ascully.com. Don't email Sid Talk unless you want to say happy birthday. But even then, don't bother. <laughs> and finally, um, stay classy and play some nerve. Or don't play some nerve. Don't play nerve. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say think for yourself or someone will do it for you. 